How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's talk about streaming. So yesterday, I gave some insight on kind of what this week's podcast is going to be about. Of course, it's going to be about streaming, if you had a chance to listen to it. The reason why I want to talk about it is out of the, I mean, compared to the, the two weeks prior, last week, talking about the cannabis industry, and the week prior to that, talking about the Las Vegas hospitality industry, both have been deeply impacted by this COVID-19 epidemic. And so um, really there's no means of, of really penetrating those markets, uh, except for maybe there's some exceptions with the cannabis space, but still it's like pretty difficult at the moment. COVID-19 has just impacted almost every industry. So this week I wanted to take the time to bring some positivity into the stream <laughs> Um And talk about something that I became super familiar with, got super uh, embraced pretty hard for for about maybe eight months. Actually, uh, I'll say a year. Um, When I first started it, it took me like four months just to like get like 10 followers, but uh, it was was pretty bad. But um, I want to talk about streaming today. I want to talk about just like the different platforms you can stream on, some benefits to, to the platforms themselves. And, and just something to really think about if you are thinking about getting into this. First off, let's address why you should be streaming. Uh, so if you listen to yesterday's podcast, I kind of touched on it a little bit. But essentially, uh, honestly, if you're working on any project or you're really good at something and you're capable of putting your phone down against the wall or you have a computer uh, set up and you have a webcam and you're able to start recording yourself doing the thing that you enjoy doing or, um, and this can include just doing what I'm doing, just talking. Like you don't even need a podcast. You could just, if you want to share your thoughts and perspectives on things, just get in front of a camera and just start, you know, talking, uh, talking your thoughts. But essentially it's anything that you're really good at. Everyone's good at something, right? So if you have over a thousand hours in something, you're good at it. If you have over 10,000 hours in something, you're a professional in it. You're capable of now going out and being a consultant and, and going out and charging a fee for your time to teach people things. Um, I would put myself in the realm of just like the in-between there. I, I definitely have more than 1,000 hours of streaming, but I'm not at 10,000 hours. Uh, but I know enough that if I wanted to get into it and implement it, I could definitely like blow up my stream whenever I want to. So essentially all a stream is, is uh, you're taking yourself and putting yourself in front of a camera and showcasing to an audience and the audience really are complete strangers. I mean, most you'll initially start with people that you know, but you'll work your way into gathering new and new people uh, to tune into your stream that are just going to be people that just randomly find your stream or they find you through like active promotions that you're doing and or like someone else might host your services or like host like your stream or or blast you out to like their audience and then you'll start to get an audience so there's different ways you can get like um you can start to develop your audience on your stream but essentially you're going to get every influx of of type of people watching your content ideally though they're they're going to be people that are engaging with whatever you're doing and the reason why you want to you want to get into streaming is because right now you can make a, a great amount of money from, from just being at home and just doing something that, that you enjoy, but in front of a, of a camera. And the difference between doing this and let's say getting into like YouTube 
or doing like what I'm doing, like a podcast. Essentially, there's no editing uh, um, requirements. And honestly, like the software, like to do it off your cell phone is like super easy. To do it off your computer is like super easy as well. And I'm going to go over that in that in tomorrow's podcast, kind of like how to get it off the ground and how to get it started. But um, they're really easy process. It really separates itself from like uh, recording content and then like trying to edit it. Because since you're going live, there's no editing. <laughs> and eventually, if you get good enough at it, you're going to start to acquire a skill set where you can start to add like live features that you can do. Like you could do like um, cool captions on your live stream. You can have moderators, like other people that you trust to have uh, semi-control over your stream. So like if, if uh, you want a moderator to manage your chat or, you know, give a shout out on your stream, depending on how much control you give them, they're able to take over some of the work that you normally would be doing for you, which is pretty cool too. And so um, it's a super great way to make money. The The thing is, is that initially you're not going to be making money at all from it, but that's, that's great because ideally you're going to want to spend the first, you know, first bit to actually learn how to use the system, how to navigate the space, understand how you get paid out and everything in that nature. And so I'm going to talk about the different syst- like the different uh, ways you can stream, like the different platforms you can stream on and some of the benefits and downsides to them. And so we'll, f- we'll first start with the most popular one and that's Twitch. So if you've never heard of Twitch, essentially their URL or their website, it's twitch.tv dot, or sorry, twitch.tv. And um, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, I talked about how it initially started off as like a, a video game streaming platform, but it, it has evolved from there. And essentially, whatever you plan on streaming, you could stream on Twitch, which is great. So from talking, music, uh, hiking, uh, just like you name it, whatever thing someone's going to be doing and they want people to watch, you know, you can find on, on Twitch. But still predominantly a majority of, of it is gaming, but it's slowly changing for sure. And so one of the benefits to Twitch is that you can, uh, it's got one of the most active uh, um, participants in the live platform. So you can, if you know what you're doing, you can grow an audience a little bit faster on Twitch than you can on the other ones. Um it's like I said, it's got like the most follow, like the most people that view it and for live services. And what separates it really from YouTube is the sense that their focus from the get go has always been streaming. Whereas with YouTube, they got in initially with recording and then they started to implement like a live service as well. And so um, Twitch is, is, is super easy to get into. The only downside with Twitch is that um, you're going to be in a predicament when it comes to trying to promote yourself because since there's so many people on that platform that use that platform it essentially becomes um a very crowded space but i'll teach you how to navigate that actually and so like how to like circumvent that uh issue but it is a big issue for people that aren't familiar with that problem and so there's so many people trying to, to Twitch stream. If, if you're trying to Twitch stream, let's say, a very popular video game, like uh, let's say Call of Duty Warzone or PUBG or Overwatch or League of Legends, uh, games are like uh, Escape from Tarkov. Uh, games like this like are, are like big-time games right now. Like Everyone's following a follower in that. 
And so you're going to be competing against a lot of other people, but I'll go over on like how to, you know, improve your odds in that space. If you wanted to do that. Now, if you have other skill sets, not video game related, you might find it a little bit easier for you to uh, start to slowly gain an audience a little bit faster. Either way, you're always going to be doing promotions, um, like promoting yourself on like social media and to like friends and family members. To start making money on Twitch, you initially need to have uh, 50 followers. Um, so you need to meet these minimum requirements. You have to have 50 followers and you need to have an active viewership of three viewers over the span of, uh, I believe, 30 days. But I could be wrong about that. I think it's actually probably a week. So you have to have an active, uh, so like on your stream, it'll tell you how many people are viewing your stream. It has like a little counter on the bottom of the window. And so it has to be at least three people for um, an average. So let's say you stream for eight hours and your viewership uh, fluctuates like between one, eight, 10, 12, four, six. After that eight hours of a stream, let's say uh, your average just has to be three people. And it does that all that for you. You don't need to keep track of that. So you need to have an average of three viewers over the span of, I believe, a week, um, no more than a month. And then you also have to, uh, like I said, have 50 followers. And uh, you had to have at least, and this could have changed, uh, but you had to have at least um, like a week's worth of stream streaming. Like you've had to at least stream like seven different days. But I think that's changed now. Um so those requirements aren't really that difficult, honestly. And I'll go over how to like tackle a lot of those. So that's Twitch's requirements. Uh, let's talk about um, the second most popular probably right now is, is um, YouTube. And so with YouTube, um, same, same idea, same concept like Twitch. If you want to, you can record your content. You can go live stream as well on YouTube. One of the benefits to YouTube is that they've made it very seamless to take your live stream and upload it directly to YouTube as a recording afterwards. You can do that with Twitch. And actually, after you're done recording your stream with Twitch, you can actually download your Twitch stream and upload it to YouTube. But with YouTube, they give a little bit of more additional benefits to people that stream on their platform and then choose to upload it onto their own channel as well. And um, with YouTube, you can start to generate uh, revenue pretty quickly with them. Uh, you just have like a minimum requirement of, I believe it's a hundred subscribers, which is the same thing as followers. And you had to have uploaded, I believe five videos in the span of, of like your subscribership. I think it's like five or seven. Um, I could be wrong. I haven't looked at it in quite a while actually for YouTube, um, one of the downsides with with anything outside of Twitch is uh, it's going to be the same for for both of them. Honestly, is that with with YouTube and with Facebook, it's going to be the next one I talk about. Um, uh, actually, YouTube's going to have quite. It's very uh, like their platform isn't very seamless. It's kind of like because you're being mixed in with other people that are kind of recording content, and YouTube's predominantly known for recorded content. They've been trying really hard to kind of navigate and make like a separate like division within YouTube for just streaming. But um, it's been so gamer focused that it really, unless you really already have like an established audience on YouTube and that's from like recorded content, it's really hard to kind of um, like blow up 
as quickly as you could with Twitch, you can start to gain uh, subscribers a lot quicker, but to actually blow up in the way that you need to, to kind of beat the, um, like the, the, uh, the analytics and, and, the, and the robotic systems of YouTube, it's pretty difficult. One of the upsides, though, is that they do pay a lot more for their ad revenue, especially depending on the, on the um, content that you're going to be streaming about and recording about. So, like, if you, for instance, the least paid out right now is, like, video gaming. Video gaming doesn't pay you that much on YouTube for live streaming. But let's say you want to give, like, financial advice. Something I plan on doing, actually, I want to entertain trying is like if you do like a YouTube channel where you give like financial advice, like, you know, how to apply for credit, um, how to maintain like a credit card, how to invest. Um, obviously, a lot of this you can't like claim to be an expert unless you really are. Like you can't just go and say like I'm an accountant, but you're not um, because there's like a lot of legal ramifications again with that. But if you take your like own consumer perspective on like finances and upload that stuff on YouTube, Technically, if you gain enough of an audience and you finally hit that like um, verified status, I forget what it's called, but the verified status with YouTube, the ad revenue you get from people, the average people watching your content, it's a lot higher. It's like five times higher than what a gamer would get from live streaming and and, and recording recorded content on YouTube. Um, so that's like the, the the benefits to YouTube is that you'll make initially a little bit more money from ad revenue. The tip service um it's a little bit easier on twitch i didn't even bring that up so with twitch embedding like a uh like a tip service like a paypal or you know whatever platform you want to use to receive tips is a, is a little bit easier you can actually embed that even without being like an affiliate on twitch so uh, you could do that from the get-go and if someone watches your content they can just like click your paypal link and, and start giving you a donation by the way, all of the money that you make from streaming, you're considered a contracted worker. So you have to manage your finances. If you've never been a contractor worker before, essentially you kind of are self-employed, which means that you manage all your finances. You're capable of writing off a lot more stuff technically. So like if you're buying like a computer for streaming specifically, or you're buying like a camera setup, or you're buying like a microphone setup, all of this stuff you can use as a, as a tax write-off. Um, I'm not an accountant, so I'm not going to go into the specifics on how to do that. And, um, but it's, it's dependent on how much of your usage you use of that too. Like if you use a hundred percent of this for work, which is like your streaming is work, then you can, um, you know, up to write off up to a hundred percent of, of what your purchases. Now, if you're mixing like your personal stuff with like business, so let's say you buy a gaming computer and you know, you stream, 50% of the time that you're gaming, but you game the other 50%, you're only going to be able to write off like a 50% of the, up to 50% of the cost of, you know, your games or your PC or whatever you use for your stream. Um, which is pretty cool. You know, you're technically your own boss at that point, you make your own schedule and I'll go over a lot more of that throughout the week. Um, we'll go into Facebook next. So there's really only three. There was four for a while, but uh, Mixer, who used to be owned by Microsoft, actually shut down. And, and so now they're focusing on transferring all that traffic to Facebook now. And so Facebook Live has been out for quite a while now. I think it's uh, had a better presence than YouTube for a bit. And one of the upsides to Facebook Live is that if you have already a large existing base of followers, like a family and friends on there, Facebook Live is phenomenal. You can essentially get a ton of people as long as you're, you know, you're consistent with posting to people and it'll post for you. Like if you're going live, 
it'll notify all your friends and, and your family members like, hey, this person's going live. And essentially, you could blow up pretty quickly. And uh, honestly, what I would recommend to people is that if that's your category, let's say you have like, you know, a, a thousand like friends, like I'm talking about like people that act actively like engage with your subjects. I'm not talking about like a thousand people you're friends with, like in quotation marks, but they don't really engage with your your content. I would, I would put myself in that category. Like, let's say I have 1,400 friends right now on Facebook, but really only maybe like 50 of those friends are really engaging with a lot of the stuff I write on Facebook. Um, so the analytics doesn't really push my stuff too much. But like if, you're, if you have an active audience on Facebook, then that's phenomenal. You know, then you're, you're going to be propagating to everyone's feeds and they're going to be actively watching your stuff. And so I would recommend to you to start with Facebook not really rely on Facebook. Uh, start to like use Facebook as a means to market yourself onto another platform, uh, YouTube or Twitch, to be honest. Because Facebook's really kind of all over the place when it comes to like um, analytics and, and how to make money and revenue and, and the payout structure. It just isn't as good. And also the requirements to become like an affiliate with Facebook is, uh, I think, one of the hardest ones, to be honest. But and, and the thing is, it's like you have to decide the platform that you want to focus your streaming on because once, like right now, if you get into it, you could try all three of them and find the one that you want to like get attached to by depending on like how many followers you can acquire the, the most on. But the moment you become an affiliate um, with either platform or you're offered the opportunity to become an affiliate, so that means you hit those requirements that I'm talking about and they send you an email saying like, hey, you're able to now become an affiliate, which means that now ads that show up on your stream that those companies will put into your stream. You don't put the ads. They put the ads for you. You'll make a certain percentage of the ad revenue from those streams. And you'll also make a, a certain percentage on like the follows and, and um, or like subscriptions that people do on your, on your stream as well. The thing is, is that once you do that, you're locking in a contract. So you're effectively signing a contract with that provider saying like, Hey, I'm only streaming with you. Now that doesn't restrict, like, let's say you, uh, you stream on Twitch, you're given 24 hours and then you could take the videos, uh, in your contract for any affiliate. You're, you're given 24 hours of a waiting period. Then essentially you're able to download your content and then upload it to YouTube, but you can't simultaneously stream to Twitch and YouTube and Facebook or any of the other ones at the same time, which there are services that allow you to do that, uh, essentially, but those are more for people that just never signed up for an affiliate program with either one of those three partners. And because the moment you do that, they can void your contract and um, you know, then it, 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 you're pretty much screwed from ever being able to not, I don't think you can't stream, but you're definitely not going to be able to make, you know, revenue from ads and subscriptions, which is a considerable amount of money. That's another thing I didn't bring up with Twitch. One of the uh, benefits with Twitch is that it's integrate integrated with Amazon so uh, when you become an affiliate with, with Twitch, more so than any other partner, uh, people can subscribe. Once you become an affiliate, people can subscribe to your channel. A subscription costs that person a minimum of $5. And then when you become an affiliate, half of that money goes to you. So you get $2.50 for every subscriber. Twitch gets $2.50. Now, eventually, when you start to get bigger and you start to get a lot more viewership, and I'll go over all those... like. That's way in the future. Honestly, it takes the people a minimum of a year to get partner status up to three years. Can you do it sooner? It is possible, but it's very unheard of. 
even my guest, I think she's not partner yet and she's very close to qualifying for partner status. Um, and, but she's been doing this for almost a year now. So it's a very, very difficult because there's a lot more requirements to, to be a partner. But once you become a partner, then you're able to negotiate with Twitch or Facebook or YouTube you how much you think you're worth and then you kind of go back and forth and at that point you kind of need an agent if you want to do it right and um negotiate like how much you think you're worth like how much of your subscriber portion should you be getting or how much um money should you be getting for ad revenue and and whatever whatever so but for every affiliate it's kind of fixed so you can't work around it it's just it's fixed but it's something at least which is great because you know before an affiliate you don't even get any of this you don't even get a subscriber button so you look a lot more official when you have this but um with the subscriber button like i said you get half of the five dollars the other person gets the other half or like the other company gets the other half um and that's the minimum subscription they can go as high as 25 dollars for subscriptions and if someone does that, then again, you, you get 50% of whatever the amount that they subscribe to you for. The reason why people subscribe to you is that uh, they value your content and then they generally get benefits to subscribing to you. So they get like a special chat only feature. You as a content creator can create like certain events just for subscribers where you'll stream and you'll only allow subscribers to be in your chat. There's like different ways you can re reward your subscribers and I'll go over all of that. And... Uh, they also get special emoticons as well. So it'll be cool. You get to make your own little emotes and then those people can use your emoticons on other people's stream as well. So it follows your emoticon could be blasted anywhere on Twitch, which is pretty great. And YouTube has the same kind of feature as well once you become an affiliate with them. Um, but the cool thing about Twitch that no one else has is that because Amazon owns Twitch, if a person's an Amazon Prime subscriber, so that means that they've paid their $130 a year to be an Amazon Prime member, then if they link their Amazon Prime account to their Twitch account, every month, Twitch gives, them, gives that person a free subscription to any streamer they want to subscribe to, which is pretty awesome because essentially... If you have a lot of viewers and, and they have a free, like, uh, free Twitch Prime sub for the month... They can give it to you, and that's like them giving you, uh, you know, the five dollars, and Twitch will get the two fifty, and then you'll get the other two fifty. So it costs that person absolutely no money. I mean, of course, they paid for their subscription, uh, but most people own a, a Prime account already, and they don't know to link their Twitch account with their Prime account. And so, if you have any viewers in your audience, and you know, you could put like, um, you can have your moderators let them know, or you could put like an auto mod where auto puts in your chat like every like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. I want to recommend every more than every like every 30 minutes. That's like a little, any less than that and it becomes like too spammy in your chat, especially when you're a newcomer and you don't have that many people engaging in your chat. But you can let people know like, hey, if you have an Amazon Prime, if you didn't know this, here's a link to link your Twitch account to your Prime account and you could subscribe to me for free and you get all these cool benefits when you subscribe to me, which is pretty awesome. And so uh, you can technically, so on Twitch, you, could, you have a better potential of making revenue via them than other platforms. I think if you, it'll be interesting. I think uh, over time, YouTube is definitely going to be a disruptor. I feel like that's just a personal opinion. But if I did it and where I did it was Twitch. And so I'm very familiar with Twitch and 
Uh, I just understand how like that platform works. But a lot of these other companies are really trying really hard to compete against Twitch because it's becoming bigger and bigger, especially nowadays with this epidemic. There's more viewers now because more people have free time. They're stuck at home. And there's a lot more people trying to get on the platform to make it something of themselves. So, you know, Facebook and YouTube are trying really hard at the moment to try to acquire these people. So, you know, I would keep an eye. I would I would follow the news, honestly. But um, again, if you're going back to Facebook, if you have someone that ha- if you're someone that has a ton of followers on Facebook and they are actively engaging with a lot of your content, start with Facebook. Big recommendation. But I would not sign an affiliate program with Facebook. They're probably the weakest out of the three. I would forward your content from Facebook to either YouTube or Twitch, predominantly Twitch. Um, but you know, you never know. YouTube might be something to think about as well because they've just, they've existed for quite a while. And I know that they're trying to offer features like Twitch prime. Um, they want like YouTube red subscribers to now get like free, um, subscriptions to their favorite YouTubers. That's something that they're rolling out into a beta at the moment. And I think they're going to start rolling out very soon. And if you don't know what YouTube red is, you need to pay for it. (laughs) I'm joking, but uh, I hate ads. So I always pay for services where I don't need to see ads like in my Hulu, my YouTube. I haven't seen an ad in a long time. I, I, you know, whenever I can, I try to block ads because I I think ads are just horrible and and they're just a waste of time anyways. But um, YouTube red, you pay $10 a month and essentially you get unlimited uh, YouTube viewership with no ads. You're able to save your content offline. So if you travel a lot, it's phenomenal. I, I used to travel a ton before the epidemic and I was able to save all my YouTube videos directly to my phone. And so I didn't need to pay for Wi-Fi on my, on my airplane. I could just like watch all my like educational stuff on YouTube and all my content on there. The only downside, of course, is like you can't watch anything live because it's live, but uh, YouTube Red's great. You get an automatic subscription to YouTube Music, which there's a ton of music on there. It's kind of like Spotify, but it's not as like big of a uh, library as Spotify. But you do get a lot of value from YouTube Red. And again, it's only $10 a month, so it's not that bad. And actually, if you pay for like a family plan, you can get up to like five YouTube Red accounts for like $20, I think. So another 10 bucks, and you can get you, your spouse, and like everyone, and like three other people if they want to pay you out for it. Um you know, like a YouTube red subscription too. But um, anyways, so that's something to look out to uh, look out for. So that's what I'm saying, like follow the news for sure. But Twitch is right now the most established because like I said, they're, they've been in it for the longest and focused predominantly on just streaming. And one of the cool things with Twitch as well is that there's, they're doing a feature where they're allowing you to watch Am- like certain Amazon video content, like a watch party on Twitch. So let's say you just want to do a live stream where it's just you and your friends watching like movies from Amazon video and you want to just stream that and like stream your reactions to movies. Like let's say you want to stream yourself watching like scary movies and you get like people watching and like reacting to how you and your friends like react to scary movies. You know, that's something to think about as well. And Twitch has that opportunity because again, they're, they're, you know, Amazon owns them. So Twitch just has a lot more features to offer to people. But again, YouTube is, is really blowing up on that. Facebook, I just, I wouldn't really focus on them unless you hear that they acquire someone. But um, what else can I go over? I think I've gone over like all the fundamentals. And so essentially I would recommend to just stream on all the platforms, see, you know, which one you're going to blow up the fastest on. If it is Facebook, remember, focus that traffic to someone else. 
If it's YouTube, I would stick with YouTube. If it's Twitch, I would stick with Twitch. And I'm going to go over kind of the ways that you can start to grow your, your, um, your audience because it's a struggle. It really is. If you don't know what you're doing, it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be very hard, but, uh, I'm super excited to get you guys engaged on this again. The income potential is phenomenal. It's ridiculous. You know, again, if you're someone that focuses on finance or cosmetics, if you're finance or cosmetics, get on YouTube. That's like a, a for sure, for sure, for sure. You're going to be making a ton of money. If you can grow an audience on YouTube or, uh, yeah, on YouTube and you're big on cosmetics or on, um, or finance information, don't go anywhere but YouTube. They're paying so much money right now for viewerships in those categories at the moment. That can change. It can change. But right now, uh, advertisers are paying a ton for people to, to be doing that. Also, uh, child content. So that's it's like a gray area, and I'll, I'll probably touch on that. Um, I'm familiar with it. I, I've never done child content. So it's just all I've read on the news. But child content as well, you can make a great a ton of money off of as well. But it's it's... You have to be careful. You have to navigate that space a little bit more. But, um, and I'm not talking about like recording your kid. I'm talking about like if you're like reviewing like kid products or, um, like going to like theme parks with your family and you kind of do that kind of like a family oriented kind of thing. But again, it's, it's got a lot of, uh, compliance things you have to follow with it. But ultimately, I hope I touched on everything for everyone. This is a 30 minute one. I'm sorry that everyone after this is going to be a lot shorter. I promise you that. But this, you know, people need to understand like these different platforms. And so I knew this is going to be a little bit longer than expected. 10 minutes per platform, I, I feel is right. And so if you do have any questions, this is a big one, guys. Like I, you know, this is something you can do right now to start making money at home and start, you know, having the opportunity to deduct some of the expenses that you have for some of the things that you already own, as long as you use them for business. So if you have any questions, please reach out to me. I'm very familiar with this. If I can't answer your question, I could definitely a hundred percent sure point you to someone that does know the answers. So if, uh, if you do have any questions, feel free to reach me on Instagram at tongues out podcast. So the name of this podcast, wherever you're listening to it or listening to it from I don't, I don't know why i'm brain farting on that one but uh or you can email me directly at jason at tonguesoutpodcast.com so still working on the blog hopefully i'll get it out you know by tomorrow or wednesday no later than friday is my goal so i can have it ready for um a saturday post and then i'm not entirely sure how i want to do the structure for my blog yet so that's a, a completely other animal. But if you do have questions as well, eventually when I do have a blog, you can reach me on there as well. And the URL for that will be, um, it's not going to work right now, but it will be tonguesoutpodcast.com. So I'm going to give you guys many opportunities to reach out to me with any of the type of questions you might have. And so please, this is something that you could do right now. And it's something you could literally do right when you're done listening to this podcast. And uh, if you follow through with this, I'm going to give you the setup on how to like set it up off your cell phone, how to do it off of a computer, um, some cheap equipment that you can get right now to do all this, you know, right now. If you don't have a webcam, I know like if you have an Android phone, how to set up a webcam directly from your cell phone. And it looks better than some of the webcams that people use to honestly, if you have a professional camera, how to set that up. So, and then what software to use as well. There's a lot. And so maybe tomorrow's as well to like get the setup started might be a little bit longer. It probably won't be 30 minutes long, 
But again, a lot of quality content's coming up for for you guys. So um, thank you guys every or thank you to everyone that's been you know following me, listening to this, asking questions. I got a lot of people. Tell everyone that promotes me on their social media as well. Dude, I love you guys. Thank you. There's like a handful of you guys that promote me on your social media, and I I don't even know what to say. Uh, it's it just it always makes me you know just appreciate you know friendship and and just like having this camaraderie <laughs> with uh with people i think it's just super awesome it almost brings tears to my eyes sometimes just like seeing like some people do that but um anyways until tomorrow i will catch all of you manana peace <laughs>